Hello, Elite Marketing Pro. This is your 15 minutes of inspiration, motivation, and um, education to get your day started just right. My name is Marinda Bandat. I'm a coach with uh, attractionmarketing.com for the past 18 months. And um, I'm super excited to be here with you guys. So as you guys are hopping on, just comment where you're from. And uh, I'd like to say hi. I see there's a couple of people hopping on. So great having you here. So um, I'd like to take a, a few moments uh, today to, to really just take you through a couple of things that are important in the role of a leadership. And also, if you are not in a role of a leadership yet, this will come in very, very handy. And what I want to discuss with you today is how do they take charge of your life when sometimes it feels like you're drinking from a fire hydrant. So I see Kirsten is in the house. Ashley, uh, Tracy is in. Oh, it's great seeing you guys. Adrian Landine, Jamel, um, Tracy Chalmers. Oh, my goodness. We've just spent so much time in Vegas together, and I miss you guys already. So let's dive straight into it. Point number one to take charge of your life is stop comparing yourself with others. What does that mean? I can tell you, I think we've all gone through phases where we are in the mode where you compare yourself. Here's the problem. It's a toxic habit if you do not stop it because you never, ever will truly feel satisfied if you are always, always measuring yourself uh, at, uh, with, uh, with someone else because the problem is you always overestimate what someone else is doing or who they are or what the size of their business is and you will most often underestimate your business. So that way you can never truly measure up. Now, learn from others for sure but forget the comparison part. One of the coaches that I had very early on in my network marketing career had a saying that still sticks with me today. And this is something that I instill in my kids as well. And that is, are we ever grateful enough? Are we grateful? And the answer is always never enough. So determine when enough is enough. So if you are chasing a certain goalpost, you're chasing a, a certain level, a certain level of income. You need to determine what is the goal and you need to be content. Because if you are always chasing the next monetary goal, especially when it's just a monetary goal and there's no emotive goal attached to it, it becomes empty. And very often you will find people making comments like, yeah, but you know, I'm not where I want to be. This sucks. This level is not great. I don't want to be where I'm at. And I want to submit to you tonight, the place where you are currently, where you are dissatisfied, you want to be further along, that is someone else's goal. And they are looking to you, desperately aiming for that particular goal where you currently are at. And that you are looking down at, you know, looking down your nose through because you're not happy where you're at. So I want to ask you to be careful and just to be very mindful of how you view your own position because someone else is looking up at you and someone else is striving to get to that point. Rather inspire, rather lift people up that they can get to that level. And yeah, chase your goals for sure, but be sure that you are grateful. So step number one, stop comparing yourself. Step number two, focus on one. What does that mean? Here's what I can tell you unequivocally in the 13 years that I've been in this industry and now I've just had my anniversary with the lead marketing pro attractionmarketing.com. Um, Literally now with no excuses. It's my two year anniversary. Success takes focus. If you want to spread yourself so thin that you can never get anything done, it's very hard to excel at anything if you're trying to be a master of all of it. So 
Pick your things selectively that you want to focus on right now, that you want to move forward on, that you can have the estimation of yourself and stop comparing yourself to other people. What I find is people are having constant distractions. And then they go into the mode because they run out of time because they are spreading themselves so super thin, they're looking for a shortcut. They always look for one way or the other to cut some corner. And I want to tell you, with all the experience that, that we've gained in this community, in our professions, in our network marketing environment, there is no shortcut. There's definitely ways that you can work smarter, but the shortcuts are only distractions and it will long-term just deter you from the route that you're on and it will just lengthen that process for you. So I see Stacy is, um, is hopping on. Jamal says he's from LA. Absolutely great having you guys here. Laura is here. Hey, Laura. Fran is here. John Bryan is here all the way from New Zealand. Sharon Crop is in the house. Oh, my goodness. It's so great to see you guys. So if you guys have ever compared yourself with someone else, I want you to please share with me today is how did it make you feel when you were, you were comparing yourself? There's typically, in my experience, two emotions that, that comes up in someone when they are actually comparing themselves. They are either feeling superior, thinking, oh, I'm so much better than you, or most often it's the other way around where they feel, wow, I can never be like, or I can never do X. And then when you start breaking that down, you will see that that is actually a fat, fat lie, my friends. So if you've ever, ever compared yourself to someone, please share with me what was the emotion that came up in you. And then we're going to take um, a little bit of time around that. So everything needs equal attention. Is that possible? If you have to focus on 10 things, there's no way that you can have equal attention to things if you are doing 10 or 15 things at a time. So something that JT DeBall taught me, in the beginning of November, when I attended a con uh, actually a, a workshop in Orlando, was just keep blocking out your time. And it's something that I know. But being disciplined enough to stick to those blocks of times, because I had the blocks on my calendar, but I wasn't always sticking to it. So I sort of went over into the next block. And that created so much stress for me because then I knew that block is falling to the wayside and I still have to catch up on that. So make sure when you block your time that you stick to those times because when you focus on one thing, one thing will get done. So I want to make it a, a little bit of a visual. So you guys know I'm a coach in this community. So can you imagine if you are a client and you're sitting in front of me and while I'm coaching you, I'm checking my cell phone for Facebook messages. Um, my phone is ringing. I take that phone call. I speak to that client. And I'm telling you, hey, I'm focused. I can, I can multitask. I can do two or three things. Or let's take it to the extreme. You're sitting in front of your doctor. And he's watching his favorite you know, TV series while he's busy looking at your file. Plus, he's got another client sitting in the next cubicle, and he's treating both of you at the same time. And you and I get a smile when we think about it, but isn't that exactly the same thing? When you focus on one thing, it gets the attention it deserves, and it will be done at a higher level of excellence, as opposed to you trying to spread yourself thin and, and thinking that you are multitasking. So that would be point number two, focus on one. Point number three, less complaining, more gratitude. Oh, my word. We can speak 20 minutes just on that. So be deliberate in your relationships. Um, be deliberate about what you are looking for, but being grateful for where you're at. 
So when you are starting out with any project, whether it is starting to play golf again, be grateful that you have the opportunity to play golf and stop whining about your handicap. Does it mean you can never get better? Of course you strive to get better. You guys might, might have noticed I'm in a brace because I'm at the moment struggling with an injury and I'm trying to prevent an operation. But I'm grateful that I don't have the operation, that I have the option to still look at possible rehab scenarios that I don't have to cut. So something that my kids know very well in our home and you guys that know me well will know I protect my joy at all costs. I do not want to lose my joy. And sometimes it happens. This week has been part of it. So for me, at some points this week, I have lost my joy. And the feeling I get is stress. The feeling I get is I know something is out of whack. So I want to make sure that I pick my fight selectively because my core values and the alignment of where I want to go is to protect my joy at all costs. So when my kids are going into a little bit of a complaining phase, we've got a rule in our house and I've given them permission that they can flip it around on me. Please say and tell me right now three things that you are grateful for. So you're allowed to complain thereafter, but I first need to know three things that you are happy about. Three things that you are grateful for. So if you guys are in yet, yeah, I see I felt inferior when I was comparing myself. Comparing myself made me feel like a failure, failure. Um, Terry says, hey, hey, Terry, emotionally it was very negative and it didn't help me at all. Hard to quit comparing, but something I definitely am uh, am concentrating on. Good for you, Debbie. And um, Heinrich Bandat is in the room as well. Jan says 100% on one thing, protect your joy. Absolutely. So if you guys can share with me, if you want to be super, super transparent, if you can name one thing that you currently are grateful for, pop it in that um, comments box and tell me one thing that you are currently grateful for. So how often have you heard in this community, Tim, Matt and Fernie referring to what worked? So give us three things that worked, two things that didn't work, one thing that you might do differently. So that takes you through the process of evaluation as opposed to being in judgment. So when you are comparing yourself with someone else, that is a judgment state. You can never be in a judgment state when you evaluate and you say what worked. That's positive. What didn't work, we have to be realistic about where we need to make changes and what might we do differently to make sure that that moves into the what work category. So point number four is know and be yourself. Oh, my goodness, especially in the space that we are working. Are you an, an imposter? So how many of us look at Brandy Shaver and Whitten Carey and many others that are rock stars in our community and we think, wow, Brandy is super awesome. So if I can just... Emulate Brandy's little laugh. People love that. So then I'm going to be like her. If, if I can be like Whitten Carey, I tell you, it is exhausting trying to be someone else. I want to submit to you today, just be the best version of you. Show up. And what I mean by show up is not just in body, be there. Be there and switched on. How can you help? How can you make a difference? How can you put a smile on someone else's face? How can you make it lighter? for someone else that day. And when you are yourself and you are true to yourself, you are authentic and 10,000 people that will follow you will not follow someone else. And here's the good news. There's more than 10,000 people on this planet. So you will uh, attract the people that are in alignment with you and your core values once you are authentic. When you are trying to be something and someone else, I tell you, they will smile you and smell you and I a mile away. So if you guys, uh, I see there's a, a couple that are, 
are playing ball with me tonight. So health, grateful for health. My life, my grandkids, my husband, these three, Laura, I love it. Stacy is saying mentors, grateful for another day. I'm grateful that I have choices. Oh, amen, Tracy. Sonia says, I'm grateful to be alive and well. I'm grateful for my safety. I lost that for a while. Oh, my goodness. I can cannot even begin to imagine that. That when this is over, I'll have spent two hours on training today, and that was my goal. So celebrate the wins. And, Stacey, you will see that's part of the points that's coming. So you probably saw my notes in preparation for that. So um, absolutely great, great for you guys sharing. Thank you for being, um, you know, so open and willing to participate. Point number five is go the 80-20 rule. We've all heard of the Pareto rule. But it's not just relevant to 80% of people will do 20% of the work and 20% of people will do 80% of the work. It also has relevance to your and my activities. So some of the questions that you might want to ask as you start taking control and charge of your life is, is this really a great use of my time? Does this support or get me closer to my personal goal or achievement? If not, can I drop it? So are these the people that I really want to surround me with? So there I want to pause, and this is something I'm super passionate about. So you and I are very clear about who we do not want our kids to hang out with. So there's always someone at school that you say, I don't want you to hang out with that child because of. Would you agree? So those of you that have kids, how many of you have ever had that conversation with your kids where it's like, I don't want you to hang out with X, Y, and Z? So if you can be honest and transparent, I'll put my hand up first. It's like, no way, Jose, ain't happening. I don't want you hanging out there. Now, isn't it strange that we don't have the same rule when it applies to us? So I want to submit to you when you hang out with people that are negative, people that are naysayers, people that are always whining, people that are not on the same journey as you, might that be a risk that could possibly derail you from where it is you want to go? So I want to ask you, hey, revisit that to make sure who are you surrounding yourself with? Because the people you surround yourself with, the books you read, those factors will play a very, very huge impact. Five years from now, what you will earn. Revisit this often and take charge of your time. So point number six, I want to make sure that we stay in time. So if I go quickly tonight, I do apologize. Point number six is simplify, 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 and repeat. So do you think that that bears any um, importance on my, my own journey, what I'm currently on? Get rid of the noise and unnecessary moving parts in your life. That could be something like, your kid, your child has 10 activities at school. It could be you are serving on so many committees that you are out the house every single day for at least two hours. Simplify your life by choosing carefully what could contribute to those goals that you and I have just decided on and that we just explained uh, in the previous point. Simplify by giving yourself room to breathe, that there's time for you to spend time on your spiritual life that there's time for you to spend time on your health. There's time for your spouse. There's time for doing stuff that you are serious about. Recently, I saw on Facebook some of our community members sharing how they share their anniversaries, how they book naughty weekends in a hotel. I love that because it means they are prioritizing their personal life and their relationships with their, with their spouses. And again, in this point, simplify, simplify. I have to add in there, protect your joy at all costs. It is not worth it to ever give it away. Do not give that power away to anyone. 
Point number seven, Jamal says we can, um, we can get caught up looking at someone else's accomplishments, feel inferior, and yet we know in our minds that we have the ability. Oh, Jamal, spot on. You have really nailed that one. So Jamal says, yeah, he has done it. Yeah, he, April says she's told a kid, a, a child that. Sharon says simplify for sure. So point number seven, seven, pace yourself. It's a journey. It's not a race. And many of our students that are embarking on higher mentorship levels, it's a 12-month mentorship program they might be on. And in their second week, they're asking the question, hey, so how come I'm not at, at level X, Y, and Z? How come I'm not earning X, Y, and Z? Pace yourself and understand you have to master certain skill sets. As you have to become a master at taking charge of your life, there are certain areas that you still need to develop, and it takes time. Pace yourself and enjoy the journey. Protect your joy as you are on this journey. Balance. Does it mean that you are sometimes not out of balance? Oh, my gosh. When you're in network marketing, more often than not, you are out of balance, especially if you build old school. So those of you in the community that are just starting to, to look at this, how do I build my business online? I feel your pain. I've done it for 11 years. But the last two years have been vastly different. Because now all of a sudden there's balance. There's time to smell the flowers. There's time to go play golf. There's time to spend time with your spouse. It's not sucked up into activities that generate very, very little results. And like I said to one of you a little bit earlier on, celebrate every single win. Does not matter how small it is. It's not what is small to someone else. It's relevant to what they think. It is relevant to you. It is relevant to your success. It's relevant to your emotional health. Celebrate every single win. That doesn't mean go and spend $10,000 on your credit card that you don't have. Be, be clever about it. But incentivize yourself with small things, big things, whatever your budget allows, whatever your time allows. It's not necessarily always a money component. But make sure that you celebrate every single win. So the other thing I wanted to share with you, appreciate the power of going slower. And by that, I don't mean procrastinate and I don't mean that I don't want any emails from you saying, oh, Marinda, you said I'm going to slow down and now you, no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. I'm not going to let you off the hook. What I mean is take time to breathe and enjoy what you are doing. Take time to really internalize what you are learning. Implement what you are learning. Making a tick after a video you've watched does not mean you're going to be successful. It means you're a great video watcher. Only once you start implementing what you are learning in this community. That's where the result will come from. But enjoy the journey, getting to the thinking of the person who's doing the training and understanding the process that you can master that skill set. Number eight, simplify the to-do list. And how many of you, if you want to be honest, still have a to-do list? But that to-do list is like 20 or 30 points long. And you get up in the morning and you look at your 30-point to-do list and you think, oh my goodness, there's still five more I can add. And at the end of the day, you've done one or two of them. So how many of you would be honest enough to say, yeah, I have a very long to-do list and, oh my goodness, I really feel like I'm drowning in it. A to-do list that's 20 or 30 or 40 points long very seldom gets done. And it goes back to the previous points where we said, focus on one or two things for the day. But here's the thing. Less is more because the minute you look at a list of 40 things to do, it creates overwhelm and stress. 
Now, here's what I can tell you. Until and unless you've got clarity about what needs to happen right now, it will always feel like you're treading in peanut butter. You will always feel stressed. You will always feel overwhelmed and you will always feel stuck. So when you focus on one or two key tasks for the day and you complete that, you will get unstuck. You will get out of that peanut butter. And here's a question. Is it then not possible that you could add another one or two points that you can complete for the day? So put there one or two plus because that plus allows you to move to and through any of the goals that you set. So point number nine. Be accountable. Oh, my goodness. People who are not accountable is reckless. In my personal opinion, I've seen it over and over and over again. Just think it, think about your kids. If they are not accountable to you, if they are not submissive to your input in their life, what will happen to them? As an adult, do we have to be accountable to someone? Absolutely, because there's core values in play. There's alignment of companies in play, of teams in play. There's rules in play always. People that are not following rules will always end up outside. It is, it, I've seen it too many times in my life. So take charge of your life by being accountable to someone and let that person who you trust and who is relevant in your life, who's earned that trust, not by position, demanding it, have earned it. Let them, let them be your accountability buddy. You cannot hide behind excuses. We have to get up and be accounted for. So no one else can take charge of your dreams. Seriously, if you want it, the reins are in your hands. And you need to make decisions for you and your family. So you'll see many people, a lot of lip service, a lot of talk, zero action. Will you be accountable to such a person? And I want to tell you, heck no. You want to be accountable to someone that has values, that has integrity, and that's leading you from a point of heart, leading you from authenticity. So point number 10 is have a vision for your future. But I can tell you unequivocally, when you have just mantras against your wall saying, I will be a millionaire by the end of December, and you go and plump yourself in front of the TV and you watch, you, you just binge on, you know, Game of Thrones, that million ain't coming. You having a slogan against your wall is not going to make the difference. Yes, have a vision for where you want to be. Break it down to what needs to happen. Reverse engineer that goal. What needs to happen this month? What needs to happen this week? Be accountable, get a coach, and work that plan. And yes, then have your motivational quotes against your wall. Have your daily affirmations in place. But daily affirmations without action is setting you up for huge disappointment 12 months from now. So the, the time is now. Those of you who attended the No Excuses Summit, Andrew ended with the, the, the candle. Is your candle still lit or has it died already? We one week post our, our amazing implementation workshop weekend. Where are you right now? So number 11, and we've got two more and then we're done. Just got here. We'll watch the replay. Absolutely, Erin. No problem. Um, do a list is always growing. Yeah, absolutely. John says, yep, that's me. Totally guilty of that. Yep, I agree to accountability. Accountability is so important. Yep, Terry, I totally agree. So number 11 is get comfortable with saying no. Most of us inherently want to please people. And it's difficult for us to say no. And I want to ask you, can you get comfortable to saying no on occasion? Don't be lazy. That's not what I'm implying. So 
don't don't get to be lazy now but can you protect your joy can you protect your goal by not saying yes to everyone else and saying no to you and your kids and your goals so have that balance that i was talking about and number 12 the, the final point of today's discussion is time out and tune out to the naysayers people always that don't have strong goals and that are too fearful to embark on a journey will tell you you can't do it and i want to submit to you it's because of their own fears and beliefs so maybe they can't do it now they're trying to tell you that you can't but i tell you sometimes because people are saying it can't be done it doesn't mean it, it can't be done it just means that they haven't done it so i want to ask you today to stay focused on your dream take charge of your life aim high work hard achieve your dreams meet your goals come share in this community pay it forward make the world a better place because of what you've learned and how you've transformed your life and plow back into this community your community your family your team keep your resolve strong my friends and focus on what is important to you let's go out and take charge of our lives thank you for being here I love hanging out with you guys and I look forward to our next time together. Take care. Bye.